It's Tuesday the 14th of December. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Tim Gilbert. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. And Shane, I, uh, I heard you were interviewed by a brand new podcast. Been around for a little while, but not long. The Building Resilience Podcast, hosted by Noel Allnut. Yeah, it's an absolute cracker, actually, talking about resilience. And um, he's in the space of cybersecurity, mm-hmm. um, but it's sort of drawing on different sportsmen and what they've done to be resilient uh, and those lessons that sort of translate into business. Actually, really interesting chat with him. Um, um, I learned a lot personally myself, but uh, yeah, you definitely need resilience no matter what you're doing this day and age, Timmy. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We, we've got a great That's charity it. auction here at Afternoon Sport, and I'll tell you what, I just had a bit of a squiz at some of the bids. There's some real deals available right at the moment, so you must go and have a look. You could pick yourself mm. something up brilliant for Christmas or a present. It's for the Cooper Rice Braiding Foundation. It's a fantastic charity. There are some amazing things to buy from the auction, including – Golf with Benji Marshall. Now, that will go to some lucky person before Christmas. Find out more. This is the way to do it. Afternoonsport.com forward slash auction. Afternoonsport.com forward slash auction. There's some absolute cracking deals there. Get on, pop a bid in, and who knows, you could be walking away with something absolutely wonderful. This West Australian border closure, it's affecting sport in a big way, particularly cricket. Bernard Tomic back playing tennis. We need to talk about that. And Shana Jack back in the pool. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Shane, of course, the fifth Ashes Test is going to be played at Hobart, um, the beautiful, formerly called the Bell Reef Offal. Remember, uh, you're playing a lot of cricket there, I'm sure you do. But uh, West Australia, uh, more cricket being affected. Yeah, it is, mate. And they're now talking about the one day is that start in January. Um, of course, New Zealand will be playing in their one day triangular series with England. Um, and Mark McGowan, the Premier of WA, is saying that uh, there'll be 14 days quarantine for the New Zealand team. So there's no way they'll play one day as now in Perth. So looks like the West Australians are going to miss out on a lot of cricket this year. Yeah, our thoughts are with sports fans and everyone mm-hmm. over in WA. It's a, it's a difficult situation, missing out on a test match and then getting hit with this. Uh, Travis Head, what do you think of this? 15% of his match fee for audible obscenity. Um, tough. I'll tell you what, it's absolute bullshit. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I think it is, Timmy. That's that's uh, that's only $7,000 into the swear jar. Now, I remember what the swear jar was at work. It wasn't that much. Um, look, the problem is, mate, you've got the ICC are reliant on the broadcaster to produce all the technology. And we saw a technology fail quite a bit up in the first test in Brisbane. Um, the no ball wasn't called. Um, and, yeah, they picked up Travis Head saying a few things 
uh, when he played and missed, I think, to one of the bowlers. But he's also given a beamer at 150 kilometres an hour and he didn't swear then. So he should have been given a, a credit for that one because I don't know if anyone's faced the ball at 150 k's an hour. When it doesn't bounce, that is seriously scary. But, yeah, once again, they're sort of really encroaching on the players. And you know, sometimes out in the middle you say things that you don't mean. Um, and you shouldn't be fined for it, I don't think. It's appalling. I was a bit surprised that Booney was the one that picked it up. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, like I love David Booney. No, I do too, mate. And um, and, and Booney, um, we can never understand what Booney said until he had about three bowls of red. So that's <laughs> maybe why he's finding finding guys these days. But look, I think it's really really tough on Travis Head. Um, you know, he might think fifteen percent of well, I think they earn about forty five thousand dollars for a Test match now. Seven K is not much to him now, but it is in the future, and it's a lot of money for a mistake when you're out there doing your best for, for your country. Mm, yeah, I, I just think it's a bit tough as well. I agree yep. with you on that. Now, Bernard Tomic, he's sworn a few times. Uh, a comeback video. Um, he's such a, a oh. broken talent, isn't he? Such potential there for such a long time. Yeah, he's 29 years of age now, Timmy, and guess what? I reckon he's run out of money. Um, he always walks around saying, I, 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 just, I spend most of my day counting my money. Well, I looked him up. He earned $6 million in prize money. Um, so he would have paid half of that in tax. He would have spent $3 million uh, before he was 25, that's for sure, buying all those silly cars and that sort of stuff. So you now he's brought out this cringeworthy video saying he's on the comeback. Um, he's just become a bit of a caricature of himself, I reckon. It's a bit of a mockery, this guy. And, um, yeah, I think he's run out of money, mate. That's hence the reason why he now wants to be serious. But 29, I retire at 29. It's going to be really, really hard for him to make any serious money out of tennis moving forward. Yeah, you can get into bad habits, can't you? It doesn't really matter how much yep. money you earn. I always, I know it was a different kind of uh, spend, but John Daly, the golfer, in that mm. documentary on his life, uh, it, it said that he earned 48 million US dollars playing golf, of course, a major winner, and he spent 75 million. Obviously, he was a gambler, but it doesn't really matter how much you earn because there is facility to spend it just as quick. Well, that's it, Timmy. And, and the thing is that, you know, with prize money, he wouldn't have got many endorsements, um, dollars, I don't, I don't think, just because of the way he behaved. But, you know, if he didn't spend a cent from the age of 18, he's earned six, paid half of that in tax three. Mate, he still he can't really even buy a house in Sydney for that. So mm. um, he's definitely not as wealthy as he makes out. No, and uh, meanwhile, Sam Stos has defended the COVID-19 vaccination mandate in and around tennis. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, it is, and uh, good on good on Sam for supporting this. She's been an absolute trooper um, for, for tennis and been a, a really good example to a lot of young girls. Um, yep, and she agrees. No vaccination, no play. I've never seen a reaction to a Formula One season quite like this one. It, it finished in, in a ripping fashion, and Max Verstappen, of course, was in tears, and, and he won and beat the mighty Lewis Hamilton. Everyone's outraged about this and that, but I tell you what, it's great for the sport. It is great for the sport, and this will become, I guarantee it, it'll be either a, a, a sporting documentary or a movie in the future. Um, just has so many twists and turns. You've got even got Daniel Ricciardo coming out now and saying that um, he wasn't allowed to pass cars in the same race. So there was rules for certain people and rules for um, not for others. So, um, yeah, plenty of people with an opinion on this, and uh, it's really struck a chord. But as you said, Timmy, great for Formula One racing. Well, having worked in, well, having worked in the media and, and the marketing and PR area for a long time, you and I both, mm. uh, if you were in charge of whatever it was that made publicity for Formula One, you'd try and uh, put it in a box from this season and take it forward, wouldn't you? Whatever, whatever you think were the key components, because everyone was talking about it, Formula One fans or not. 
yeah, that's exactly right, Tim. And you know, I'm not the biggest motor motorsports um, fan, but uh, this has really intrigued me, and uh, it's sort of got me sort of, I suppose, knowledgeed up on the whole sport itself. So it's um, yeah, it's a big win for them. Yeah, as Murray Walker says, it's go, go, go in Monaco. <laughs> Stay with us because we'll be talking NBA, AFL, NRL, and much more after this short break. Tommy Rogic compared to Lionel Messi. That's an amazing analogy, isn't it, Shane? Uh, playing so well for Ange Postacoglu's Celtic. Yeah, he's playing well, isn't he? Um, they won again. They won a 1-0 win over Motherwell um, and put Celtic back into the top four um, and, in, and in, I suppose, in range of the Rangers, I should say. Um, but, yeah, his teammates are calling him the, the, the mini Messi, um, which is a big, big compliment. Uh, it was another good goal. He's, he's in contention for goal of the year for a goal a couple of games ago. But this one, he struck it from just um, on the box, outside the box, and uh, put it straight into the top of the net. Um, he's playing very, very well. Isn't that one of the great names, Motherwell? We should do that one yeah, day, Motherwell. go through some of the great <laughs> names of teams around the world. I love it. Absolutely love it. Now, uh, swimming, Shana Jack, uh, look, she's had a dramatic old couple of years, hasn't she? And uh, she's claimed silver in the 100 metres freestyle final. She's back in the pool at the Queensland Swimming Championships. Yeah, she's done her time, I think, and we should move on. Um, she's always going to be known as a drug cheat, the poor girl. Um, she's made a mistake, whether we believe it or not, but uh, she spent two years out of the pool and good on her coming back. Um she, she actually uh, came second to a young girl we spoke about only yesterday, Molly O'Callaghan, who's this young rising star, 17-year-old. Mm. So, um, yeah, but Shana, obviously very, very competitive girl herself. She'll only get better. So good on her for making a comeback. Yeah, absolutely. AFL and Brody Grundy, he's back calls to Stan Jordan to go down after all the histrionics of New York. Yeah, well, they're not going to tolerate. And I think the, um, the Collingwood Football Club has been sort of well, they've had a litany of uh, real issues in the past, particularly sort of violence, that sort of stuff. So they're not going to stand for that anymore, mate. And um, so he's not allowed to train with the team. So he's been stood down mm. uh, indefinitely until uh, there's a result either way. Saying that, I think Jordan Degoe is on his way out from uh, AFL football. Yeah, he's, he's at a crossroads, isn't yep. he? He really does need to go to the room of mirrors, have a good look at himself if he's going to mm. make this back end of his career something. Yep. He is only 25. He's young in AFL terms. I mean, to blow it out the window, he was such a talent as a young guy and everyone was saying this guy's going to be the next best thing, but it's often done. People get in the way of themselves. So, look, for his own sake, he needs to get it back on track or, as you say, it could well be over. Um Parramatta have fought back in a little way. Uh, they've lost a lot of players, of course, uh, apart from signing Clint Gutherson, but they've picked up a couple of Raiders. They have, mate. Uh, Josh Hodgson and uh, Bailey uh, Simonson. Simonson, is it? Simonson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Simonson, yeah. So, mate, uh, two guys leaving the Raiders. Ricky Stewart can really, um, I suppose, uh, people either love him or hate him, don't they? So it's been almost a mass exodus from the, uh, from the Raiders this year, and uh, they're going to be very, very thin on the ground, I think the old Raiders this season? 
Yeah, what about Paddy Mills? He has been fantastic in the NBA. Uh, ridiculous milestone for him. And it's all on the back of, of all the confidence, no doubt, and, and the, the highs of Tokyo for the Australian Boomers. He's gone back to the NBA with a new club and just been sensational. And it's not like he's got a whole bunch of no-names around him. He's, he's playing with superstars, and he's the one shining. He is, mate. He's, and he, uh, he just scored his 1,300th. Um, three pointer, which puts him mm. put this in the context. This puts him number fifty seven of all time in the NBA, and he's still going to play. So he's going to move up that list. He's going to be probably in the top potential twenty by the time he finishes. He's um he's a super super basketballer. Yeah, it's one of the things that people love um, is that ability to watch three point. Uh, three-pointers go in. I remember watching Andrew Gaze, and uh, particularly mm. when he was playing for the Boomers, uh, he would keep the Australian team in it by just punching out some fantastic three-pointers. Another thing that uh, mm. fans absolutely love uh, or is a big unit, a huge man, and the US have fallen in love with 213 <laughs> centimetre, 163 kilo College hoops man Mountain Connor Williams. He's massive. This guy is absolutely massive, mate. And he's sort of like bumbling around the um, the, the college basketball courts. Uh, he, he was bringing the ball back uh, in a game only last week and tripped over just outside his own three point line, fell down. Um, clearly, he'd rolled his ankle, the big fella, but he got up. Uh, they passed the ball back to him and he threw a perfect sort of cutout pass straight to the guy who. Um, who then to, uh, to to score the basket and, and, and scored the foul as well. So they, they love a good comeback. And, and as you said, the big fella, uh, Connor Williams, mate, 213 centimetres, 163 kegs, you beauty. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do the cooking for him. Look, <laughs> another guy uh, who was quite big is going to finish us off today. Not quite Connor Williams' stature, but uh, big Carl Rackerman. Used to love watching him play, the Queenslander. And uh, he went on to, you know, coach a number of cricket teams, including Zimbabwe. Uh, but you re- recall an interesting Carl Rackerman story. Mate, well, there's many Carl Rackerman stories, and I will tell a few over the uh, probably next year, mate. But uh, the one that I love the best is that the big fast bowler from Queensland with the big sort of big deep voice like this. Um, the Queensland team started to do some cross-training and not cross-dressing, cross-training, Timmy, and they were mm-hmm. doing some swimming in the off-season. And so the big Carl Rackman was asked to go into the pool and start to do laps. And he said, um, you don't see Kieran Perkins having a net before a big meet. So the big fella, the big fella had, a, had a very, very good point. You wouldn't see Kieran Perkins going down for a cricket net. But, um, yeah, he didn't like the pool. He said, I'm more of a, uh, a, a land animal than, a, uh, than, than one that goes into the water. But, uh, yeah, a really good man. And tell you what, he was an absolute nightmare to face, big Carl Rackman. Yeah, big slow-talking Carl Rackman. And he was uh, funny and clever, and he still is. He's a good guy, Carl. And uh, it does remind me of uh, a similar kind of discussion when a uh, – I think it was a dietitian joined one of the football clubs and quite genuinely asked the group, uh, what is the difference between a fat and cholesterol? And uh, one of the guys piped up and said, well, I've never woken up with a cholesterol. (laughs) That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors, Timmy. Main Hair Care, that's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And of course, our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh, back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.